This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, my name is Adeline Warren, and you're listening to Girl Talk. I like to say that I'm the big sister of the internet. You can watch me fuck up all you want, but hey, maybe we can learn something from it. I hope you enjoy. Hello. Can we talk about vacations for a hot second? Oh, my God. I swear, I my love language 100% is acts of service, and I have to toot my own horn. I would say that I am the planner of the group. If there is a friend group, I am the planner. I make sure that everyone shows up. I make all the plans. I make the reservations. And one of my favorite things, if I truly love you and I truly adore you and you are one of my favorite people in the whole world, I will plan a trip for us because planning trips is my passion. It's my hobby. I think in another life, I could have been a like wedding planner or like a travel agent because I live for that shit. I can watch travel vlogs all day. I could do anything. Um, so today, getting into the topic, today I thought that we can talk about traveling with friends because I there were so many times where I'd be traveling with my friends and a lot of things that, you know, we fucked up and a lot of things that I've learned and a lot of things that I find works. I'm not that crazy bitch that I'm like, okay, guys, you're traveling with me. Here's the rundown. This, 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 this. It's kind of like um setting boundaries. And I feel like it's with anything. It's like, you know, nobody talks about setting boundaries. You just kind of set them. And I feel like with healthy boundaries comes a fun, healthy trip and a fun, healthy relationship with your friends. And I just feel like my priority with every trip is to have fun. And you know what? I might not get the most aesthetic Instagram photos. I might not, you know, find the best spots in town. But you know what? The thing about me with my trips is I feel like we have the most fucking fun. And this is how I feel like I do. <laughs> um, I have a couple tips um, that have helped me and things that I fucked up on and things that, you know, if you're going on a trip with your girlfriends or like, you know, a trip with your significant other, I think that these are really fun things that can help you have the most fun trip that you can absolutely have. And 
this goes with like big trips. It goes with small trips or like big groups and small groups. My personal favorite number to have in like a nice good old trip is like three to four people. Because I feel like when it gets a little bit more than that, it's like there's like groups in the group. And like, you know, it's like it's it's hard to, you know, figure out what you want to do because there's so many different personalities and some people want to go cliff jumping and some people are scared and they would rather you chill on the beach. So with so many different personalities and so many different preferences, it's harder to book and like, you know, really make sure that everyone's happy in the group because like everyone's spending money, you know, you want to make sure that everyone's happy in the group. So my personal favorite with traveling with my friends is like three to four people. Um, and obviously, like if you if you travel with your like one girlfriend, this like is the same too. Um, but these are like fun, healthy boundaries that I feel like you have to set before you go on a trip with someone or else you're going to butt heads. Because if you if I found out anything about traveling with your friends, traveling with especially a partner is that they can drive you fucking insane when you're traveling with them. Cause it's one thing to, you know, be friends with someone and like hang out with them for a couple hours and, you know, go back to your own bed and like have your own you time. But when you travel with them, you're with those bitches 24 fucking seven. Here are some things that I need to kind of set boundaries or tips that I would give to people going on trips with their significant other, with their friends, with anyone, um, even with their family. Number one, make sure that you're traveling with a down ass bitch that won't annoy you. Just because you get along with a couple conversations doesn't mean you're gonna be best friends to travel with and traveling really tests your relationships and you can't leave those motherfuckers traveling you really want to make sure is this a friend that you know i see once in a while on a coffee date or is this a friend that i'm willing to travel with is this a friend that i can spend hours with or is this a friend that i could spend days with and she won't annoy me you know is it like our personalities kind of like get along together and like even i always feel like i need my rest periods where you know you have some alone time whether it's like you know at the end of the day you're not talking you know, at the end of the day, you're unwinding, you're having your alone time. Maybe you're just on your phone. You're not saying anything to each other. You're just relaxing because I feel like it could be kind of draining to like constantly be, you know, but some dynamics are like that and you want to talk all the time. But I feel like there is a healthy balance between like talking all the time and having alone time and respecting their alone time and not feeling like it's awkward. Number two, I put what type of trip is this? And you should ask this in advance. Are we ballers on a budget? Are we balling out? Are we relaxing? Are we booked and busy? Are we jumping off cliffs? Are we sober? Are we drinking every night? Everybody has a different idea of vacation. And I feel like this is where people tend to like butt heads the most. It's like, are we drinking every night? I didn't want to drink every night. I don't know what you mean. Like, I'm not the type of drinker that drinks every night. But, oh, I personally feel like, you know, uh, for me, vacation is drinking every night and letting loose and blah, 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 and partying and, like, doing all the things that we can't do at home. Everybody has a different idea of what vacation is. So I would kind of, like, ask them, okay, we're going to go on this vacation together. It's going to be so fucking fun. What is your idea of vacation? Is it drinking every night? Is it relaxing? Are we reading books out in the sun? Are we spending lots of money? Are we throwing down cash? Are we saving our money? Are we making sure that we're a little, you know, ballers on a budget? Are we, what, what is the vibe? What is the vibe that everyone wants to get? Because, you know, it could be a mix. It could be like every weekend or like on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're going to go out. And then on the weekdays that we're on vacation, let's just chill. Let's have like a nice chill day and like make sure that everyone's happy with like what they want. Make sure that you set those boundaries in advance because 
every like you would be surprised you'd be like oh my friend she always loves partying blah blah blah, blah. and then she's on vacation she's like bitch i just want to relax and it's like why didn't you tell me in the first place so make sure that you guys are on the same page with what vacation is to you and is it a balance of like the two what is it and then for number three i put set budgets in advance i feel like a lot of the times too i butt heads with people um, because of budgets. So, you know, splitting the hotels, splitting the Airbnbs, splitting the flights. I mean, you pay for your own flight, but um, making sure all the money is split and, you know, making sure that everything is done before. Something that I saw people use um, is this app. It's called Splitwise. There's a ton of apps that like help you like take a picture of the receipt, make sure that everybody pays you back and like make sure that everything is equal. Or you could like do something where, oh, I paid for lunch, you pay for dinner, you pay for breakfast the next day, you pay for uh, dinner the next day it's like you know you kind of alternate figure out what you guys want to do with your money and finances because it really is annoying when you feel like you know you're spending more than you want to or like you know your friend isn't spending as much as you want to and like you want to get like this nice hotel but like your friend would rather you know save a little bit of money and like stay at a less nice hotel it's like what is your vibe for what is your budget actually what is it amount that you want to spend on hotels on flights on everything that way you're not fighting like in the moment being like wait i paid for this can you pay for this like oh i already paid for that wait like i don't know you know and then number four i put we are not winging it i know a lot of people are like oh it's vacation it's time to relax like let's just wing it every time that i've winged it on vacation shit is booked up we can't get a reservation we can't get in anywhere um you know, even with relaxing, like, oh, the, the tables are booked, like the chairs are booked. Did you know you have to pay for fucking chairs on like the fucking beach? Like, what the fuck is that shit? You have to book that shit in advance. We are absolutely not winging it. Vacations are so much better when you have reservations in advance rather than it being like super busy, especially if you're traveling during the summer months. Um, we can always just not show up to the reservation. Worst case scenario. I know people are like, oh, I don't want to book too much. I just want to relax, blah, blah, blah. We could just not show up. Worst case scenario, we don't show up to the reservation. Best case scenario, everything is sold out and we have these reservations ready. So we are absolutely not winging it. If you want anything to be done, you have to make it clear and like make that reservation because it just sucks. It sucks when you're like traveling and everything is booked up. I've been there and I've done that. And like, it sucks. I'll be traveling with my family in the Bahamas. Every restaurant is booked up. You would be surprised every restaurant is booked up and you have to wait hours if you want to even sit down and then it's like where do you even eat and it's like oh mcdonald's is open wow we're really on vacation and we're eating mcdonald's so make sure make sure 100 that you're making reservations or you might just end up eating at mcdonald's for dinner <laughs> which kind of sucks um but hey maybe maybe there's a cool thing at mcdonald's you know I, I think in like hawaii there's like a cool thing at mcdonald's i don't know and every every place there's like something cool at mcdonald's number five i put if you want to go somewhere you're making that reservation so one thing that i like always make sure to make sure that everyone's happy because i'm typically like the planner of the friend group is if you have one to two things if the group everyone has one to two things that they want to do on vacation so when i went to bali <laughs> um the thing that i really wanted to do is i wanted to see the elephant sanctuary so that was my one thing Jake really wanted to see the monkeys at the monkey sanctuary. So that was his thing. Brianna really wanted to go to Kella King Beach. Um, so that was her one thing. We all had one thing that I was like, okay, 
I really want to do this. If I do this, I'm going to be happy with the vacation. And I'm going to call the vacation a success. Um, so we all had that one thing. We all did our one thing. That way nobody feels left out. Nobody feels like, you know, because I'm the planner, I planned everything and like everything is like my things that I want to do. We made sure everybody had their one or two things and we did it. If you really want to make sure that you get it done, make sure that you make the reservation for the thing that you want to do. Because, you know, it really sucks if like you're like, oh, I really want to like go see the monkey sanctuary. But it's like you tell the person and then it's hard for them to get a reservation. And then it's like the person that plans, it's their fault because they didn't get the reservation. So if you have that one thing that you want to do, make sure that you make a reservation. Um, and yeah, just just make sure that everybody gets the thing that they want to do. Next up, I put nobody's allowed to leave the group. No if and or but. Nobody's allowed to leave the group by themselves. Nobody's allowed to go home early. Nobody's allowed to go home with a man. And if you're sleeping with a man, he's coming to us. He's coming to our place. Okay. If somebody's allowed to go in a club and somebody is not, we're just not going to the club, period. The group never splits up and it's always, always, always the buddy system. So if you're in a group of three, nobody ever splits up. If you're in a group of four, maybe you could do two and two, but always, always, always the buddy system, especially if you're in a foreign country. Guys, I can't stress this enough. No matter how drunk you get, no wandering off. Like, no wandering off. It's so dangerous. Like, you don't want to be that person that's like responsible for you and feels like you're being the mom of the group so absolutely no wandering off and nobody leaves the group if you're in a group of three nobody leaves the group if you're in a group of two nobody leaves the group if you're in a group of four maybe you could do two and two but nobody leaves the group and no if ands or buts speaking of the group everybody has each other's location no matter what and specifically life 360 <laughs> if you guys know i'm psycho and i have life 360 with all of my friends so i get a notification if they leave the airbnb i get a notification if their phone dies i get a notification if their phone's at 10 percent. i get a notification if everything if your phone dies and you go missing i get the location that your phone last was in, I get a notification of everything. So if anything were to go wrong, if we're in a foreign country, I have Life360 and I can look back on Life360 if anything were to happen. So you need to have that app or at least each other's locations. Um, for number eight, I put the person who wanders off the most or is the most at risk, you don't get the room key. Um, preferably everybody gets a room key, but if you just know that you're the least responsible one, you're not getting the room key. I'm very sorry about that. Number nine, <laughs> I put if someone wants to go home, it's a voting system and majority rules. So if, you know, it's three in the morning at a club and like, you know, two of the three people are really tired and like one person's like, I really want to rage. I really want to go like guys, like it's a voting system. So if majority of the people want to go home, then we go home. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. <laughs> And like it shit just happens like you know when you're just like at a club and you're just like so fucking tired and it's like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna try and take a Red Bull I'm gonna try and take you know uh espresso martini and if it doesn't work girl majority rules and we're going home <laughs> that happened one time one time we were all out it was like one of our first nights out in Bali and it was me Jake and Brianna and me and Jake were exhausted I don't know what Brianna was on but she had so much energy I think it was the night that we landed after 24 hours of travel I don't know how she did it but me and Jake were exhausted and we were like Brianna we love you but 
were exhausted and we even we took like espresso shots and we like ma- we got all of the caffeine in the world and we were like girl we're so jet lag i'm so sorry um so majority rule and we went home and i'm really sorry brianna brianna wanted to have a hot girl summer but not that night but we did have a couple hot girl summer nights and then my last one <laughs> I just, we already touched on this, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you want to hook up with someone, you're not going to their place. You're hooking up with them in our place at our hotel. And you're not allowed to go to a foreign stranger's room or apartment or anything alone because that shit is dangerous. And, you know, we can have extra sheets. Let's get extra sheets. If we're sharing a bed, we're we're getting extra sheets from the Airbnb. We're getting extra sheets at the hotel. And we're going to change it after you're done. But absolutely like i want to make sure that like everyone's having a good time and if any i mean if anyone wants to have some fun it's going to be at our place and preferably like i like to try and get airbnbs where like everybody has their own room so like we don't have to worry about that shit but you know sometimes you know we split we split it and we try to make the airbnbs as affordable as possible so yeah Yeah, those are my tips on just having the most fun with vacations with your friends and even with your partner. Um, I think that going on vacation, you definitely 100% need to be communicating these things. And it's the same with like even just living with people. Like if you if you're gonna have a roommate or if you're like gonna go on vacation with someone, if you're gonna be staying the night or you know couch surfing with someone. Like I always try to make sure that everybody is feeling good about the situation and like making sure to communicate those boundaries because obviously it's awkward it's obviously awkward to be talking about certain boundaries and like you know I feel like over years of like planning stuff for my friends and like these fun trips like there's so many things that I've learned and a lot of these things um I feel like has helped with making the most fun out of all of our vacations (laughs) but yeah I think my like top priority is just always making sure that everyone's having fun everyone's being safe if you want to get the Instagram photos I'm taking all your Instagram photos um and just making sure that we get the bang out of our buck because girl we're spending money on vacation we want to make sure that we're having fun and having the time of our lives um and if you can communicate these things before the vacation I promise you it'll make it so 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 much more fun um and something else that I do with my vacations that I plan for my friends I love making a notes app so I'll go on my notes app on my phone and I'll basically put our whole itinerary I'll put when we did Bali I did bad gal Bali and I put like our flight information everybody's email confirmation like their travel confirmations that way everything is on the notes um, I put the travel restrictions like I think before we needed to have a, a negative COVID test I don't remember if we had to um, I put all of our Airbnbs that we're staying at, the links of all of our Airbnbs that we're staying at. I put um, all of the excursions that we could do, some of the excursions that we booked, um, any hotels that are nearby and blah, 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 blah. I put it all in a notes app and I shared the notes app. That way everybody has it. If you have a question, because especially if you're the planner of the group, it gets fucking annoying when everyone's constantly asking you questions. So if you can just put all of the information, we're staying at this Airbnb. The Airbnb, the address is in the, link the you know if you need to know anything everything is in the notes app if you need to know that it's in the notes app if you need to know that it's in the notes app that way the planner of the group isn't so exhausted by all the questions (laughs) I feel like making the notes app and sharing the notes with everyone and it updates every time you want to add something other people can add things if they want um that really helps me with like planning 
the whole group stuff. This is my inner Sagittarius coming out. I, guys, I just love traveling and I love like I'm so passionate about it. And I swear it seems like I have a stick up my ass when I'm traveling with these things. But it's not that I have a stick up my ass. It's like literal boundaries that you have to set with people before you go on these vacations. And I promise it once you set all these boundaries, it'll make the trip so much more fun. Because there's so many times where I butt heads with people on vacation where I'm like, bitch, you left the group last night. For all I know, you could have been dead. Like you can absolutely not leave the group. It needs to be in the buddy system. And if you need to leave the group, like there's literally no reason that you would have to leave the group. There's no reason at all. Nobody has to fuck someone that bad. Nobody has to wander off that bad. It's for your safety. I'm not doing it because I'm your mom. I'm doing it because I don't want you to die. And I don't want to be held responsible when you die. So yeah, <laughs> I know Brianna's listening to this and she's like, because she's always the one that waters off, bitch. But she's gotten better. She doesn't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I. Speaking of, I really like this question. Someone said, I feel like girls need to talk more about safety in serious situations. Yes, 100%. I feel like there's this unspoken girl code when you see another girl in an awkward situation. Like, for example, if I see a girl alone with a guy, I'm always kind of like assessing the situation and like making sure that her body language looks like she's okay and especially like you know if a girl is really drunk and she's going home with a guy being like do you know this guy like always making sure always covering your drinks because when you're going on drinks you don't want anyone putting anything in your drinks and holding it and always making sure that my girlfriends are never putting down their drinks and also just leaving the group no matter how blackout anybody gets in any situation if you're the sober one you're not leaving the drunk girlfriend if you're the drunk girlfriend you're not leaving the sober one absolutely not nobody's leaving anyone i think that's like the huge part of like going out with girls is nobody can be leaving each other it's always the buddy system because us as girls we could be vulnerable when we're alone you know it's like there was this one time where one of my friends her phone died she lost her wallet she lost her purse and her friend left her alone at the club and she basically had to trust this random man to basically like get her home and like you never 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 want to put your girlfriend in a situation where she's like putting her life on the line to get home you never want to have that situation and it's like you know you want to trust these clubs and you want to trust other people and like trust that other girls will help her but it's just not the case and like you know getting home can be sometimes like a really scary thing and like always making sure like your friend isn't getting roofied is your friend getting taken advantage of is your friend you know okay is she in the right state of mind always making sure that you're with your girlfriend um, when going out I think is like a hundred percent the most important thing you could do. And I think it says a lot about someone when you leave someone in a drunk state by themselves. I don't know. Once my friend told me that, I was like, I don't trust that girl. I'm like, it says a lot about your character when you leave someone that's really drunk at a place by herself with no, a dead phone and no purse. Like that is... I just don't understand how you could do something like that. It's like you really have to like use your brain and really think of like, how is this person going to get home? Like, is this person going to be okay? Is she in the right state of mind? Like, is she going to be safe? Because you never know. There's crazies out there and you want to make sure that your girlfriends are always safe. And us girls, we always, always, always have to make sure that we have each other's backs because 
crazy shit happens and it happens every day and especially like in LA shit like that in big cities shit like that happens all the time so always 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 whenever I see a girl by herself I'm like are you okay do you need an uber I could call you an uber um if I see a girl by herself I'm always making sure that she's okay I'm always making sure that she's all right and that she's like taken care of and especially girls in the bathroom if a girl in the bathroom ever talks about you know fucking her ex or like texting her ex no always say no <laughs> i love girls in the bathroom it's like my favorite thing um next question someone said what would rihanna do if she has a friend that literally copies everything that she does um this is a super awkward conversation to talk about because i think that it, it happens and it's like you know you obviously don't want to be like catty to your friend and you don't want to be awkward to your friend but obviously like when you notice someone's copying you a lot it's definitely a codependent type of issue where you know the person is essentially like codependent on you and this is a definition of codependence just so i could like you know, so that you can understand better. Codependent is characterized by an excessive emotional or psychological reliance on a partner. It could even be a friend, typically one who requires support on an account of an illness or addiction. Well, it doesn't have to be an illness or addiction. It is basically a, be a friend that is um, excessively emotionally or psychologically reliant on you. And it's in a way that is unhealthy because, you know, I feel like there's like a healthy friendship dynamic where like you need each other and like you ask each other for advice. But yeah, I feel like there is a healthy balance between like, you know, you needing your girlfriend for emotional support and like you guys needing each other and like being that, you know, person that's there for each other. But if it's m a little bit more one-sided, I think it can get a little bit unhealthy um, just because you never want to have that like mother-daughter dynamic in like a, a friendship, you know? I feel like there's, you never want to have the dynamic where you're, you know, constantly babying someone or you're always like trying to teach them something or teach them a lesson or like, you know, I think that it's definitely super super fucking awkward but if you have a friend that copies everything that you do i it would it's gonna be really awkward but i think it would be worthwhile to have a conversation with them about it and in a way that like doesn't hurt their ego i think i think that like you know these conversations can be a little bit awkward and it can be a little bit embarrassing to talk about but if it's something that affects you and it's something that you know, could possibly ruin your friendship. It's like, would you rather have these awkward, tough conversations and like keep the friendship or avoid having these tough, rough conversations and like completely ruin your friendship and like lose your friendship? Obviously, you would want to try and nurture it and make it better. So I don't know. I would obviously do like the compliment sandwich where it's like, you know, I really appreciate you as a friend and I really love you as a friend. Um, and I would really literally die for you. But I've just noticed that, you know, you do a lot of you know, things very similar to me. And like, I just feel like there's kind of like a codependent situation going on where like, I feel like I can't have my own independence. Like I can't do things on my own. And it's always, you know, something that we're doing together. And I think that there's a balance between, you know, having a good, healthy friendship and doing things together and doing things apart 
and having an unhealthy friendship where we're always constantly doing things together. And for me personally, I like to have like my my own space and like my my own personal things and my own personal style. Um, and I think that it would be awesome if like obviously we stay friends because I really love you so much. But like having that boundary where we, you know, maybe spend some time apart and like we have our own independence and we have our own things that we like and we're not constantly doing the same things, you know, kind of wording it so that it's not like awkward or embarrassing. And then obviously ending the conversation with the sandwich, the compliment sandwich where you're like, of, of course, I love you so much. And I, I just wanted to have this tough conversation with you because, you know, I love you and I want to nurture our relationship and I want to grow with you. And like, you're, I, you're literally my ride or die and like, blah, 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 blah. I think that's kind of like the way that I would approach it because um, it's really awkward. <laughs> Ooh, this one's a cool one. Someone said how to get multiple sources of income not being an influencer. And if you guys haven't already, I did a um, a podcast episode on investing and how, what I wish I knew when I started waking, making money. Um, but this is a good one. How to get multiple sources of income not being an influencer. Because I always talk about how millionaires have an average of seven sources of income and the average American has one. So one thing that I would really recommend, say, you know, you're not an influencer, you have like a normal nine to five job, a corporate job. Something that I would do to invest your money is number one, you can have multiple sources of income by not even like really changing your day to day. It's really just like setting yourself up. So number one, I would 100% set up my payments so that, you know, say um, 50% of your money goes towards your checking account and 50% of your money goes towards your savings account and your savings account, you can't take the money out and it goes immediately into your, um, mutual funds or your stocks. Uh, so number two, I would make your savings account a stocks account. So make sure that you have like the S&P 500 or your mutual funds or, you know, what kind of, whatever kind of stocks that you like. Um, I'm trying to think of other things like how can you bring value to with things that you already have? So like say, you know, you have a rental property. This is very extreme, but you can rent out your property or if you have like a basement, you can rent out your basement for a profit. Um, say you have like a really nice expensive camera. Can you rent out your camera to people and have people borrow your camera? Say you have like a nice car. You're not using your car. There's an app called Turo. You can rent out your Turo um, or your car. But what is something that you have that maybe you can like rent out? Like, do you have like a huge makeup collection? Could you maybe do other people's makeup or I mean, that would require extra labor, but I'm trying to think of things that wouldn't require extra labor that you already maybe have. Um, something that is also really cool that I saw someone do a YouTube video on is um, flipping things on Facebook market, go into Facebook market, try and find things that are really low value that you know that you could flip for a profit and try and flip that. You know, you always hear the saying that's like, your, the most valuable thing that you could give to someone is your time. So if you can find any ways to like invest your money or make money without investing your time, that is the best way to make money and have different streams of income. Um, so that's why I say like rent out things that you already have. Um, try to, you know, uh, flip things for a profit. I mean, I guess that does require a little bit of labor, but put your money into a savings account or an investment account. Those are things that you don't have to put time towards and your money just works for itself. And the things that you already have just works for itself. So 
don't know. That's those are just like you could probably Google. I can't think of a lot of things on the top of my head, but Google different ways of like making income. But those are the things that I could come up with the top of my head. Oh, someone said he unfollowed me, but stayed on my Instagram views and then added me on Snap and then left me on open. Girl, you're talking to a little boy. It's not a man. You're talking to a little boy and little boys don't treat women with like respect. They don't have, you know, they they don't have like the courtesy of like making people feel good and like making people making sure that people like, you know, are treated well. Little boys like attention. And if you're giving them that attention. You're accepting their following crest. You're, you know, sapping them back. You're like texting them back and blah, blah, blah. You're accepting less. What do you think they're going to do? They're going to continue treating you with disrespect. Disrespect. Why would they treat you with respect after you're accepting their disrespect? So if you're talking to a little boy, he's unfollowing you, he's, you know, having all of these mixed signals and like, you're like, oh, does he like me? Ask yourself, do I even like him? Because, yeah, he's giving me attention, but he's not really treating me with respect. And at the end of the day, I want a partner that gives me respect, not just attention. I could get attention from anyone. I could flash my boobs. I get attention from everyone. It's so easy to get attention. So ask yourself, stop asking, does he like me? Ask yourself, do I even like him? I don't know. <laughs> oh, someone said, is it weird that one of my tits is bigger than the other? Girl, I love talking about titties. Let's talk about titties all day. So it is a known fact that the blood from your heart, it goes to the left side first. So you might find that maybe your left boob is bigger. But if you look at your thumbs, your left thumb is bigger than your right thumb, right? Wait, I don't fucking know. I think that's true. I think my left toe is bigger than my right toe it's just a thing and like shit happens and like i don't know none of our bodies and none of our faces we always say eyebrows are twins boobs are twins it's completely normal if one boob is bigger than the other i'm pretty sure my left boob is bigger than my right boob it's totally normal for one tit to be bigger than the other it's totally normal for your tits to be pointing down pointing this way pointing up tits can be made in all different ways shapes and forms i know that we all learn like what bodies look like through porn but porn is not how bodies look like porn is a weird fetishized way that i don't know who likes it but some people like that weird fetishized look of porn and that's just not how real bodies look and uh, one thing that really made me feel a lot better about my body is just like this is so creepy, but I'm going to say it anyway. But like just going to the spa and like changing in front of everyone and like seeing other women's bodies and like normal women's bodies and like even going to a nude beach and like looking not in a perverted way, just like genuinely looking at other women's bodies and seeing how confident they are and like seeing how like their their bodies are different and like how like normal it is to like have a normal body because it is so normalized today to hate your body when it's really just normal. And I feel like we're always hiding our bodies and the only bodies that we ever see is on porn. And when we don't look like porn bodies, we think that our bodies are weird, but all of our bodies are normal and all of our bodies are beautiful. And we're all walking goddesses. <laughs> Someone said, advice on getting your girls pierced. I've been wanting to get it done, but I just can't. Girl, when I tell you, okay, when I got it pierced, I only have one of my own pierced. Um, when I got it pierced, it obviously hurt. It was definitely a pinch. But 
the worst part is the healing because you know when you're getting changed you're like constantly like you know pushing it around and like sometimes I get a sharp pain in my tit and like I don't know like the healing process is definitely the worst but I think it only really lasted like a week um would I get my other boob done probably not um that shit fucking hurt but do I like the look of it? Hell yeah. And I think that it looks really cool. So if you want to get done, girl, get it done. But just make sure that you go to a good place because I've heard some girls, they get their, you know, yiddies done and they don't have any sensitivity after. And it's because the piercer fucked up and they like hit something that they weren't supposed to hit. So make sure, make sure, make, 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 make sure that you go to a good place to get your yiddies pierced because like one of my favorite parts about hooking up with people and like having sex is like you know the sensitivity in your in your nipples and like I wouldn't change that for the whole world and even like getting your boobs done girl make sure when you get anything done do your research even tattoos like fuck like there were so many times where I had drunk tattoos. I went to a random artist. I didn't do look at their work and they didn't do exactly what I wanted. And now it's on my body forever. And like I've grown to like it and I've grown to love it. But 100%, if I were to give any advice for you're going to get tattoos, if you're going to get anything permanent done to your body, if you're going to get any alterations, a boob job, anything, a, a piercing, make sure that you look into their Instagram and make sure that you do the research before because it would just suck if like, you know, you got something done and then you don't have any sensitivity after or, like maybe you have like a tattoo and that shit's permanent and like it's really expensive to remove it. Like, you know, um, just make sure 100% you look at their Instagram, you like their Instagram, you did the research because these this shit like it's going to be on my body forever. Even like my um, my belly button piercing. I obviously took it out now, but ee, looks like that. Um, I still have a piercing. And then if I ever get pregnant, it's going to stretch out. And I'm like, fuck, like eh. it was just like a trend. And like I did it, but I took it out now. I don't know. I was thinking about putting it back in, but I'm like, eh, I don't know. Um, but definitely do your research when you're doing anything permanent to your body um, and make sure that you go to a good person. Um, but yeah. <laughs> i think i'm gonna end the episode here i love you guys um and if you guys do go on any vacations if you're moving in with someone if you have a new roommate going on vacation with your partner definitely say all of these set all these boundaries because it helped me and it's gonna help you so much in the long run it's gonna be awkward to ask it but hey it's gonna make your trip way more fun and instead of focusing on all the shit that you know you bump heads on you're gonna focus on all the fun that you're having <laughs> but yeah I hope that you guys enjoyed today's um, Girl Talk episode. If you haven't already, make sure to give this video a like if you're watching it on YouTube. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, then make sure to rate me. It, you know, it helps me a lot. And um, I'm always here. If you guys ever want to chat, if you ever need someone to talk to, I'm always here every single Wednesday. Um, and I love you. And yeah, I'm always here at the same place, same time, every Wednesday. I'll talk to you guys soon later bye did you like that episode i really hope that you did um if you haven't already then make sure to watch last week's episode or the week after just click on the links whatever it is um and i hope that you guys enjoyed also be sure to subscribe because it helps me a lot um but i love you and i hope you have an amazing rest of your day bye